Jenny Green. Weekdays from 3 on 2FM. The sound of the nation. Jenny with you live until 6 o'clock. We got loads still to come on the show, but right now my next guest has had a very, very busy November. She completed an Irish tour. She's performed at Three Arena and the Late Late Show. She picked up a Tatler Irish Woman of the Year Award. And now she is en route to Dingle to join the fabulous lineup at Other Voices, the 20th anniversary event this weekend. Tolu McKay, how are you? I am great. Hello. <laughs> Listen, talk to me firstly, because I, obviously I know you're, you're en route to do something amazing tonight, but you have had um, an incredible year, a year where, where it hasn't been great for a lot of people. But I'm delighted to say that it sort of seemed to start for you back in New Year's Eve, performing, yeah. performing with the RT Concert Orchestra and a performance that just blew people away, I think. I, I think in the Thank 24 you. hours after it was aired, it had been viewed like 600,000 times just yeah, in that space. <laughs> so, talk to you I about mean, that moment. Who would have thought? I mean, like, it was just another gig. But then, you know, seeing other people's reactions, made me really understand the importance of the song for the time that it came out and for now, especially seeing that we're in a a pandemic and still kind of with the whole restrictions. Um, But like throughout the entire year, it's just been kind of go, go, go. And knowing that like with not even knowing what's going to happen with the year, it was just important to get um, as many gigs in and do them as as well as I could. Mm. Um, Yeah. So I I think I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's all been working out. (laughs) <laughs> but a, a song like that I mean did you you know did you know the song well beforehand or, or did you not I didn't not? know the song very well no it's one of those songs that like I knew like through passing like you know but it, it was until I had to sit down and read um, the lyrics and then kind of like put my own spin and my own understanding to it that mm. I was like okay no this song means a whole lot more than what I've heard it to be and in some ways it's probably better approaching a song that you don't know really well because you're inclined, I would say, as a singer to automatically sing it the way you know it. So maybe yeah, that, does yeah. that help you approach it in your own way? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I think it, it didn't put so much pressure on me either because um, one thing I've noticed, like if you're singing someone else's song um, and it's one that everyone knows very well and you know, um, you always want to like make it like, you know, do the best that you can and like, put justice to it, especially um, for the other artists that have written it. Um, So when I got the song, I was like, oh, yes, I'm familiar with it, but I don't know it so well. So not having that pressure kind of helped me just put my own spin on it a little bit. And obviously working with the likes of an amazing arranger like Gavin Murphy, um, it was just it was kind of comfort all throughout. And so there was no pressure in that regard of me feeling like, oh, my God, I need to make this like the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it is, for people who don't know, um, Gavin Murphy is is one of the most talented and one of the loveliest men that you will yeah. ever meet. He does the the RT concert orchestra gigs with us as well, and and he's just he's he's so unassuming and he's he's kind of a genius with the music, isn't he? Is he? Genius. I only got to meet him like I think maybe three weeks ago, like for the first time in person. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about the last year. People that have kind of been a big part of your life, you you maybe haven't really got to meet because it's yeah. everything's been kind of over Zoom or things like that, yeah. hasn't it? It still has been. Like, it's literally been, like, maybe the past three months that I'm getting to see people. But, you know, because we're only seeing, like, 
people like half of their face. Yeah. I'm like, I can I recognize your eyes, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we've met. <laughs> the rest is not so great. <laughs> yeah. But you have actually, it's sort of like it started on New Year's Eve. You, you lifted the nation and then you did it again in March when you were on Tommy Tiernan's show that night with oh, Felicia. And yeah. I remember sitting at home and everybody was feeling, you know, a little bit sad and a little bit low. And the two of you came on screen and suddenly yeah. <laughs> Twitter erupted and said these two need their own show. I mean, we do. <laughs> poor Tommy didn't get a word in. <laughs> yeah, I think we were more excited to see each other than anything because we ha- we hadn't seen each other for like a month. And that's a long time for us, <laughs> from us being away from each other. So I was like, oh, my God, I missed you. So that was the kind of energy that we had. And then we brought it up on screen. And yeah, poor Tommy. Yes. Oh, <laughs> no, you just you made everyone smile, I think, at a, at a moment when we, when we needed it. Is there is there any plans that the two of you might, you know, maybe take to the road with a TV show or something? Because I think it's what we, we could do with still. Um, I'm going to say now, if someone gives us the opportunity, we will take it. Absolutely. OK, right. <laughs> Let's see. We, we need to arrange this. <laughs> Absolutely. Tolo and Feli Speaks, they're in. They're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look back at the year, and it's probably hard to pick one, but do you have a standout moment for you that, that was your like highlight, if you had to pick one? Ooh, there's been many. Um, gosh, the one that's on the, at the top of my head right now is when I did the Hearts of Saturday Night, when I wore this amazing pink outfit. I think it was the first time that I felt like I could kind of perform, but also in a sense of like creating my own space and creating a vision of how I want, how big I want my voice and my sound and my look to be. So it was like the the pinnacle of how I wanted to kind of do things. And then the second one would definitely be my Tolumake experience, A Night to Be Reborn. It was a five-day um, mini tour in Ireland. And like, I cried throughout the entire five days. I couldn't <laughs> even look at the audience because they were crying back at me. And then I think what was amazing about it is seeing the demographic of like different ages, different ethnicities, different race, different AM, different types of people, like from about the age of 17 to like 64, like each night, that was the kind of like um, age range and like different race that were there. It was just incredible. It felt like I was, it felt like it was, it was a space that um, kind of encapsulated what I'd like. It's like you kind of, you brought the whole country together. Under mm. under one roof, which which yeah. is lovely. Not to mention um, those incredible outfits. Wow! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I actually got I drew them with um, a friend of mine um, earlier this year, and we got them made from Nigeria. And so it's been like a year long project. I literally had a dream about this in 2018, so it had to be done. Are they kept like in a glass cabinet somewhere now, just to keep them safe? <laughs> they should be. If I have the space, one day I will. <laughs> Well, look, the reason that we're talking to you today, of course, as well, is that you are on in Other Voices tonight. Yeah. Um, an incredible experience. And I believe this is your first time ever being in uh, Dingle or Kerry. Yeah, it's my first time being in Dingle, first time being in Kerry, first time being on the Other Voices. Like, And it's their 20th anniversary. So mm. it's a huge, huge, huge moment. And, and I'm so grateful to be part of it. I'm going to be on tomorrow night, um, 26th. So that's going to be magical. I have a whole shebang sorted. A whole <laughs> shebang? Guys, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for you guys to see us. But um, yeah, I mean, it's such a huge privilege because like, I remember watching that when I was younger, seeing the likes of Florence and the Machine, seeing the likes of um, Amy Winehouse. Yes. My God, my, like one of my inspos. So that like to be on the stage in St. James. Wow. Like, yeah. 
it's it's another pinch yourself moment to top off a year that's been absolutely full of them and deservedly so. And there's so many amazing acts that are down there. Sam Fender's there, Damien Dempsey, yeah. Sigrid, Fontaine's, Mango Mathman. Is there anyone that you're hoping to be able to watch while you're down there? Oh, I'm going to watch everybody. I'm going to stay there for the entire weekend. <laughs> You're missing nothing. Nothing. Uh, the other great news is that all the performances at the Church of St. James and the Imro Other Room, they're going to be streamed live to venues throughout Dingle. They'll also be available to view free of charge on YouTube and on Facebook for all four nights. Um, I don't know really what to ask you that you're hoping for next year that, that's possibly going to top this year. Is there any plans in the pipeline? Um, my main thing that I'd love to do is to just create an album that really, really speaks to my heart and um, that makes me cry, that makes me feel joyful, that makes me feel like I am becoming the woman that I want to be. So that's my priority, my focus for next year. Well, we will look forward to that and have an amazing weekend in Dingle. So Enjoy I it. Will. I'm looking forward to seeing the whole shebang. Oh, uh, you're not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Uh, tell McKay, it's always a pleasure. And uh, we're going to play N17 now with the RT Concert Orchestra. Here we go. Jenny Green, weekdays from three on 2FM. The sound of the nation. The nation.